0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast.
1: I'm your co-host, Stephen, and...
0: I am your other co-host, Victor. Welcome to A Shot of Life. And on today's podcast, we have a multitude of topics, the first of which being extremely exciting, I have to say. Uh, especially given the current situation that we are both faced with.
1: Is that drinking whiskey?
0: It is definitely drinking whiskey. Today on the podcast, we are drinking Deceptivus, handcrafted on the Isle of Whidbey. Which is
1: in Washington. Washington State. Washington State. That's correct. This is a
0: bourbon whiskey blend that uses age-soaked port barrels straight from Portugal to age the whiskey. So it's definitely on the sweet side. Mm. Let's go ahead and take a sip. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. That's
1: how mama made it.
0: Mm. Mm. Delicious. Not deceptivus. Delicious.
1: thus. Yeah, so, like, uh, I've never tried this before, and it's not bad. You know, 42.5% alcohol per volume. I don't know. It's not bad to sip on. Ooh, man, it's a little
0: strong. Steve thinks it's a little strong.
1: (sighs) Well, anyway, so our subject of the day um, is talking about...
0: Talking about sound like a
1: cow was mooing or farting. I couldn't tell, but,
0: but it was definitely a car on the highway. Was, yeah. Anyway, getting, multiple getting topics track. today. Yep. After Deceptivus, we have planned for you. Again, given our current working situation, I should right. say, we are going to discuss the idea of what you can and cannot do outside of work. What work is, I guess, not legally. Right. right. So,
1: what can you? What is allowed? What, are you, what you're allowed to do, I guess, without getting in trouble at work is kind of, I guess, more or less the subject, along with what type of things that you're actually into. With things that you might support or not support. Absolutely.
0: So, we also have a fantastic topic today on our recurring segment of Toilet Talk later in the podcast, where we talk about plies of toilet tissue.
1: Yeah, that's right. Plies of toilet tissue. And obviously, the more the better, but but how much is too much? How much is too much?
0: And at the very end, we will get into our final rating of our fantastic whiskey. I at least uh, in my opinion, fantastic whiskey tonight, deceptivus again from Washington state.
1: Alright, so if we get started, um, so a story that I was told this week, this is Christmas week, um, when this podcast drops it could be February, but um, for the sake of the story, uh, was told to me the week of Christmas. I talked to my girlfriend's family and then they were discussing um, some of the things that you should be allowed, or at least in your opinion, in their opinion, are you allowed to be able to express yourself outside of work without you know the repercussions of doing such thing so the story was about i believe her name was Jamie i have to I have to look it up but Jamie was this woman who was on a bike in virginia northern virginia and trump and his social group what is what's the people who take the pictures media paparazzi No, not paparazzi, but he has his own. I guess like the White House or the media. The government has its own brigade or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Media brigade, we'll say, follows the um, the president's limousine, and so she's you know on the side of the road riding her bike. The president rolls through. The cops, you know, everybody's rolling through, um, taking him from point A to point B, and then she sees. The limousine obviously knows who it is because you see the American flag on the limousine, and she flips off the president. So the story gets a little bit crazier because she ends up being an executive for a company. Um, I guess the company is a marketing company that one of their bigger clients is the U.S. government. <laughs> and so by having her be an executive and then express her, I guess, hatred or frustration, we can say, uh, against the administration by flipping them off in her own spare time. She garnered news interest by having the middle finger. The pop- the uh, brigade took the picture. She was on the New York Times. She was on various uh, morning news shows, and so she eventually got called into, I guess, her boss's office and was let go because she flipped off president interesting but i mean so for that part of the argument was that since the government was one of the larger clients for this organization if they keep her on the job how does that make them look
0: from a business standpoint right? right right which begs the question i guess how much into your personal life can companies go when disciplining you Right
1: and so what what are you allowed to do what should you be allowed to do um oh, might add to the story the the woman that told me the story she was actually friends with the girl who was on the bicycle um she's not affiliated with either party just but she was giving me the story and you know the uh, the juicy deets and so we're adding on to this is that you know can you go outside of work can you support gay marriage can you support uh legalization of marijuana can you
0: support what you support
1: yeah yeah. What you support you know anything i don't want to get too critical or bring up some ridiculous examples but you know are you allowed to go out there and show your your true side and what you actually believe in without the repercussions of getting fired and that's something that i'm honestly you know what where do you draw the line on that
0: it's a definitely a tough line to draw i am a firm believer that you should not be able to be disciplined for your actions outside of work. Uh, obviously, depending on the situation, I think one of the big examples is that, especially working at the company that we both currently work for right now, we get a lot of swag. And so that yeah. swag has the company name yeah, so uh, they essentially know all over
1: that we work for this company.
0: So, I mean, if you are out and about and having a few drinks, Acting and you are wearing uh, a labeled article of clothing, obviously sure. you should dial it back a little bit. You can; it can be traced back to the company, and it definitely doesn't look good. So, from that aspect, I do think that maybe your personal life could be um, there would be grounds for. Discipline from the company, if that's the case.
1: Do you think that? Well, I guess it's on a case by case basis. But do you think in this situation that sh- it warrants a firing of said individual? Because we're talking about national news. Yeah, you know, I think everyone knows that this
0: person works there. There's got to be some sort of workaround. I mean, she may have been offered a pretty decent package to be let go. That's sure. that's one aspect.
1: Actually, yeah, I think she. I think that she won a. I don't know if she won something or Some she sort no, of she had a, wrongful term. What it was, um, I'm sorry, she didn't win anything. It was there was a crowdfund or a GoFundMe for this person, and she got two hundred thousand dollars. So she was, That's she's, bad. you know, she made it all right at the situation. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, if possible at this company, I mean, if there are other jobs, I know. Again, speaking from personal experience with. With our line of work, there are tons of clients that we work on and serve. So if there's other clients other than the government that this company uh, works on, maybe she could be transferred to a different division, something along those lines. I just think it should be it, all options should be on the table and yeah, but She
1: was an executive, so she knew, she knew who the client base was, or she more than likely knew who, who the client base was. So the like I guess putting her on a different clown if that's even a something that could happen because and I when guess you're a, that far
0: up. Yeah, as an executive it it reflects directly onto the company. Yeah. Um yeah. So yeah, I can that's, that's, I can understand where the company comes in. I just think I don't know, it's tough. I
1: mean, so with Papa John, you know, he came out and said what he said about the NFL saying I guess um the whole kneeing process is lowered his demand in pizzas mm-hmm. which may or may not be true i don't know um but he came out and said that he recently has been he resigned Resin- from a ceo position but i believe that he's still chairman on the he's board of still,
0: directors he's still papa john
1: wait by the way speaking of papa john have you seen the picture of him whenever he was like wasted at an ncaa basketball game i have not that's great i have to pull that up maybe i'll put that on the podcast. the uh Website absolutely. So if you guys are interested in looking the website, website is MyShotOfLife.com, dot com, and we'll do the whole spill at the end of the episode. But check out Papa John's drunk nasty face under episode one. Beautiful. So I guess getting back to the real subject at hand, um, one of the things that worried me was when we were starting this podcast is how how freely we can talk about things outside of work because. You know, just like we're saying, what kind of repercussions will we face if we speak our opinion on ideas that might not be copacetic or, I don't know, um, things that aren't freely discussed in a work setting, you know? So we're not allowed to have a public opinion on certain things.
0: Definitely more difficult. I think there are times for action and times for inaction. I mean, company-sponsored events, Um the the basic ground rules I guess with any first date or job of work event or I guess any setting among friends really you're not supposed to talk about what religion politics yep those kind That's of the things the third thing
1: and too what was the third politics
0: thing? religion and food yeah <laughs> everybody hates food uh
1: no well you know there's a third thing but I don't yeah. know what it is
0: soap um. <laughs> toilet paper but oh we talk about <laughs> that's what we're talking paper. about later so but it is difficult it's it's a gray area to say the least
1: you know i was thinking in the car today um those those subjects that you just mentioned i know they've always or they we've been raised to believe that those are taboo and i think that it is i mean you're kind of asking you're looking for trouble if you bring up something like that without i guess without there being some sort of groundwork laid um where the two parties are agreeing that this is a civil conversation you know because sure i can totally understand why someone would get defensive about what they believe in because usually whenever you believe in one of those two things that we've that you've mentioned you take a pretty hard stance on it abortion and, I can, and I abortion's can
0: re- the other one <laughs> I don't think that's, that's
1: part of politics. I don't think that's that's. But <laughs> you, <laughs> I think that's part of religion. Actually, well, that's both. Both. Ooh. So that's the Venn diagram of of taboo uh, subject of taboo subjects. Um, no, but what I'm saying is, I feel like you should have a. I mean, if you want to have a conversation with someone about it, you should definitely feel open to do that. Um, and I think we can learn from each other by having that conversation. I'm hoping that we're going to do it through this podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's in, if it's if it's in a two guys are grabbing a drink just
0: hanging out type thing and you just bring it up, it's a little bit weird. Sure. And I think that's, like you mentioned, definitely the point of our podcast is to kind of bring that into light and create some sort of dialogue where people are more comfortable talking about it, whether it be on the podcast itself or among friends or just listening to the podcast and getting our perspective and comparing it to yours and commenting on various social media platforms, you know. You don't have to agree with everything we say, and it's definitely not our desire for you to, for you to, we want to hear, um, we don't want to be ignorant to other perspectives, and that, that I think is. I think we just want to start a dialogue. Definitely the goal here. A civil
1: dialogue, if we can, that's the whole goal. Absolutely. So, you mentioned um, having corporate events. So, we can say, we can kind of, I guess, agree that outside of work, we should have the right least for the most part, to do what we want to do outside of any criminal activity. um, I would say don't make that publicly known. (laughs) Don't do it. Definitely. But if you happen to do it, and I'm not advocating for any sort of criminal activity, I wouldn't post it on Facebook, which we've learned, I would say we learned very, very um, detailed uh, during our grad school program, even our undergrad program, they would tell us you know, don't put anything on Facebook that you wouldn't want an employer to see or your parents to see. Sure. Um, But, you know, there's those people we go to high school with. There's people our age. Um, Dare I say there's people, our peers that might put put things online that seem a little bit embarrassing. There's
0: a lot of folks who just kind of got fed up with the most recent political cycle with all the Drama on Facebook. Right. My dad was one of them. He just he didn't use Facebook all that much to begin with, and so with all of the posting that was going on and negativity and and you know the lack of civil dialogue, as right. the phrase that Stephen has used earlier, he was just fed up and got rid of it. And I and I That's got good. rid of my yeah. Facebook a few years ago. I actually almost just hit two years. Uh, would have been in January. I actually just brought it back. I don't actually know if I want people to know that I now well, have a Facebook. Yeah, why do you have it back? But I purposely... Did you forget your mom's birthday? I did not forget my mom's birthday. Um, But I am planning a trip overseas, and I was talking with one of my cousins who has been communicating with another one of my cousins over in Italy. And so I got my Facebook back in order to communicate with that cousin to see if we can meet up over in Italy next year.
1: Okay. Um, I recently just, I guess this month in December, had uh, canceled or at least temporarily suspended or indefinitely suspended my Facebook login information because I just don't care anymore. I mean, every time I go on there, it's either someone commenting on a sports team or a sports game or viral videos or attempting to get viral videos, DIY
0: videos. Now, I should mention the... Minute that I reactivated my account, I sifted through my almost 1000 friends and deleted about 500 of them because they're just That's people fair. that, you know, why? Why is am I connected with this yeah. person? But that also limits the network. I am f- still friends with like 60 people who I work with. So, yeah. you know, I mean, like I said, the purpose of me reactivating Facebook is not to go post things on there. It is to solely to communicate um, maybe with people who I haven't talked to or seen in a while who I have been friends with, but it is predominantly to communicate with relatives who live abroad. So I don't believe I am at any risk of company um, discipline, I guess, for things that I may post.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know. Once you get employed, I, I doubt anyone really goes through your Facebook unless you start acting up at work then maybe you start building a case for yourself maybe HR looks into it that still might be some sort of violation on their behalf I know during the recruiting process if at least if if we're in the hiring process and we look up one person's Facebook we're I believe we should be required to look up all people's Facebook that we're hired or we are interviewing because it's it's not even a, it's a disadvantage to look up one person's Facebook and look up you no know, one else's. So you lo- you know you get to know more information about this one person and potential potential downfalls about this one person. At least uh, things that this person acted up or uh, any any weird stuff information.
0: I think that plays a little bit into the subject at hand. I know we're already talking about people who are currently employed uh, and not those who are job seekers, but. You know, you're being discriminated against either way. You know, if you're working and you post something controversial on your Facebook and can you be disciplined by the company? And then also I I realize that it's a filtering process that you're going through the hiring process and as a company you want to look and see what kind of person you're hiring. But should they be allowed to discriminate against you based on your opinions, You know, you may not post anything like getting hammered all the time or pictures of you out getting wild on spring break or right. whatever it might be. But if you post something political or religious or anything along those lines that that we discussed are taboo or opinionated subjects, you know, can I would say anything person that, hiring you discriminate against you? For I would that? say
1: any of those topics that you're bringing up, anything that causes controversy So even if it is religious or political, it doesn't have to be necessarily controversy. But if it is a taboo portion of those things, maybe like a a controversial law that got passed. Um, I'll just use an example of the brunch law that got passed. in. uh, Greatest
0: law ever.
1: Did it? It changed
0: from noon to eleven o'clock. Changed from noon to ten a.m. Ten a.m. Sundays so now, on Sundays they can serve alcohol at ten a.m.
1: And but before that, North Carolina was a state where they would not or they would not let you drink until after twelve o'clock because we are a well. You
0: could drink before, but you could not be served alcohol. Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, I, can, I need to correct myself on that. You cannot buy alcohol from any establishment prior to twelve o'clock because church is supposed to let out at twelve o'clock. Um, so if it turned midnight on a Saturday night, leading into Sunday morning, they can't serve you alcohol, or you cannot buy alcohol. Now, now, like serving alcohol, I think bars and stuff can do it. When you go to a gas station, I'm pretty sure they can't, unless it's two o'clock in the morning.
0: I believe at that point, it's considered the next working day. Yeah, maybe. And maybe so it's they two o'clock can they the can serve instead. until two a.m., which 2 yeah. is normal hours, okay. but yeah. the next working day, which is Sunday, so they might open back up at eight. Sure. you know for breakfast or brunch or whatever
1: yeah i know that we have a, a favorite establishment in downtown raleigh shout out to the london bridge
0: not a sponsor
1: um so we go to that place and i know they weren't serving beer until you know afternoon but once that the law was passed i can't even remember i don't even think i know the name of the owners one of the owners would work the bar and would have your alcohol ready at 10 o'clock i mean that's service but service. but bringing that up i know we're going a little bit of a tangent here saying that you know talking about you're really happy about that not, that's not really that controversial but a lot of religious people might think yeah. it
0: is or what if an employer looks at that and they're like man this person really likes to drink they're really yeah. pumped up about this
1: yeah so is that allowed who knows is it even us to tell you
0: no considering we don't really hire anybody so <laughs> that's
1: true now accepting interns for free no, but yes. So that's it's it's always this is a curious topic because I don't really know what to believe. I mean, if I'm an employer, sure, I want to know. I want to know if my employees are. I don't even know the right word. to Describe it. Sketchy. <laughs> that that's not that's not even the best way to say it because uh, I don't know. They could cause problems. I want to. I do want to know that. That hopefully that's something that can be addressed in the recruiting process, though, and that's not something that you want to search for after they've been employed because that's not right. As long as they're not acting up at work, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's fine.
0: All right, and uh, I think since we don't currently have any sponsors, I want to plug a book. Um, not Is it nec- by Jane Eyre? No. It's not necessarily topical. I guess, in the lines of uh, personal life in the workplace. Actually, it kind of is. It's called The Janitor by Todd Hopkins and Ray Hilbert. It's a fantastic read. I recommend everybody going out. Uh, It kind of involves the unexpected friendship of a CEO um, and how his personal life... Was impacting his work life and vice versa, and his relationship with a lowly janitor. Um, is,
1: this, is this the plot of Goodwill Hunting?
0: It is Goodwill Hunting. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's way better. But it, it does discuss the aspects of personal life in the workplace, as well as bringing your work home with you to your personal life. Uh, it's not necessarily controversial in the sense that you know you're being disciplined for actions in the workplace or outside of the workplace on your personal time, but it's definitely a good read that I would suggest to all of our listeners. Is it fiction? It is fiction, but it, it, it's relatable.
1: It sounds like Undercover Boss. Wait, he doesn't go undercover. Okay, never mind. It doesn't sound like Undercover Boss. I'm
0: writing right. this out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dumb.
0: All right. So I think we've uh, discussed our topic at hand today. Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, feel free to add on the website if you, you know, you have any comments you want to bring up, or if you feel like we need
0: to go a little bit deeper
1: into the subject, or or what whatever. You, what your
0: uh,
1: what your thoughts are? Uh, you know, your
0: thoughts and opinions would be great to hear.
1: Um, the next subject, I know you're really anxious to talk about this. So anxious. Toilet talk with the shadow lifers.
0: That's right. It's my favorite time, toilet talk, mostly because was my idea because I'm an I'm an idiot <laughs>
1: I mean everyone everyone goes to the toilet and no one likes talking about it. So we found a good opportunity to take a small
0: bit of time in our podcast to talk about our bathroom breaks. Absolutely. So toilet talk today. I know I mentioned at the top of the show that we're gonna be talking about the toilet paper ply. Yeah. So um single ply, double
1: ply, whatever Charmin has. Because I'm gonna go with Charmin. We're gonna start off, and I'm just gonna say Charmin has the best mm. because it's so soft. Have mm. you seen the bears? The bears they love en- it. The bears enjoy it. They do love it. They don't. They don't get like sore butts.
0: True. And and there's no remnants left behind. Like that's right. The, no no bits. Yep.
1: The bits. Well, honestly, if we were to if we were to take toilet paper and compare it to butt wipes think we know who wins
0: no contest man
1: but we're gonna we're sticking with toilet paper here so all you people who use the baby wipes and by the way get baby wipes instead of regular butt wipes because the ones that they market to adults they cost more
0: nice yeah
1: so just giving you a little life pro tip there love it anyways uh so what what are the what are the plies like there has to be tons of different options
0: I imagine so. There's uh one ply, two ply, you've got your extra strong, you've got your extra soft, not sure what the ply count on those are. I believe they all kinda hover around too, but it's just a matter of the the thickness of the plies or the material used, the quality of paper, if you will.
1: Oh, it goes all the way up to six ply. Holy cow. That's yeah, way that more a than a soft I butthole.
0: So, um I've got I I
1: just So what the ply is, if you're not familiar with the ply of toilet paper, is basically sheets on top of sheets, layering or the layering of sheets on toilet paper to make it thicker, make it more absorbent, make it stronger, and make it softer. Essentially, Um, if you work in a corporate setting or work at a high school or a any educational, where they use
0: where they use bulk toilet
1: paper, yes, Um, that's more than likely single ply toilet paper, and that smooths out your asshole yeah
0: uh it's close to sandpaper fine sandpaper but sandpaper nonetheless oh it's the worst absolutely and you, that's
1: one of those you have to actually get enough that you can roll it over and kind of you're doubling up
0: the ply yourself yeah, essentially i've got to say i was raised on scott brand which uh okay. is surprisingly expensive and i want to say really? they claim to be two ply no, sir. No. No, sir. Thin they they feel like a paper softer
1: paper single ply. Maybe.
0: Not to knock Scott brand. Yeah. Not does a Downey make? Does
1: Downey make I don't uh, think toilet so. paper? I don't think so. Well, they would be the most absorbent brand. Fabric you know?
0: softener toilet paper. That'd be nice. Moisturizing toilet paper.
1: Oh, they make that. Did they make that? I don't know, They make moisture- sounds great. They make moisturizing uh, tissue paper. Yes. So why wouldn't you make moisturizing butt paper? Paper. I don't toilet know. Toilet paper. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I would imagine six-ply. Who makes six-ply paper? That is that is
0: wild. I've never seen in-person six-ply paper. Alibaba? The but that's like the comp-
1: company? That's like the main company. Natural toilet paper. Charmin makes a sensitive Mega Roll six-ply. Whoa. I don't get why they use bears.
0: I don't know. Maybe because they're rough and tumble.
1: It's like if a bear would use it on its ass, then why wouldn't you?
0: Anyway, um, I believe that one-ply toilet paper is used by savages. And also, it's just bulk toilet paper. It's a lot cheaper to do. So I totally understand it. I mean, going through college, got used to it, obviously. You know, not a big deal. High school, same thing. Or even at home, uh, my mom bought the worst toilet paper ever. But... Um, yeah, now now that I'm living on my own, mm-hmm. I'm willing to spend, uh, you know, an extra couple yeah. cents for the you better gotta, toilet paper. You have to care for your body, absolutely, absolutely. So w- now that we've kind of talked about the ply, you know, minimum two ply, undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. What about the design of the toilet paper? Doesn't matter. You know, I've seen different brands where they're kind of like it's almost like a rib toilet paper. And then you have some with, like, flowers on them, but don't it's all, care. like, imprinted in the yeah, toilet paper. So do how it. does that impact the process of wiping?
1: Uh, maybe it helps you get in the crevice a little bit better. Possibly. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't. I don't really know what the point of it is. It's more of a design. Um, if I may say something. Sure. I would say, um, I don't want to be judged here, but I would say f- females, uh, maybe that... They Like the design, it's possible. I don't know. Um, yeah, for guys, don't care. Just want soft care. toilet paper for my butt.
0: Yep, yeah, <laughs>
1: that's that's really all I got. I don't, uh, I mean, we need to get in contact with Charmin about the moisturizing
0: butt paper. Yeah, get on that. Get on that. that. Would, I would buy it. Um, guys, I mean, I think it would be kind of like a, a, a separate follow up, you know, you go in with the. Your regular ply, regular toilet paper, okay? Get mm-hmm. all the, the heavy lifting done, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, if necessary, you've got your butt wipes or baby wipes because they're cheaper. Yeah. And then you finish it off. Yeah, with, with a bit nice dry
1: a piece of toilet paper.
0: Nice dry yeah. piece of toilet paper Soft. with lotion.
1: Yeah, there you go. Boom. That's done. the combo right there. Um, it, it really makes a lot of sense to me. I do hate that you get when even when you're using... Baby wipes, you tend to use a lot.
0: Yeah, I don't. Really? I eat a lot of fiber. I'm I'm pretty good, honestly.
1: Oh, I think it's a little messy. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Especially when well, I'm not gonna get into too much detail about all that, but it's you know. It can, and it can, that's it toilet could. talk
0: brought to you by the janitor. Give it a read.
1: Yeah, it's uh about a janitor. Nice. Um all right. Victor, what'd you think about Deceptivus?
0: Gosh, Deceptivus. Are we at the end of the episode already? Yep, a little over 30 minutes. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, also, Deceptivus. Absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. I am a big fan of the sweeter bourbon whiskeys. And so, Deceptivus being finished off in those port barrels directly from Portugal gives it that sweet kick at the end. So, it takes a little bit of the smoky edge off. That's normally associated with bourbon whiskey. Deceptivus, I've got to say, what is what is he, what's our rating scale again? Four stars. Uh,
1: I want to give a five. I think five's fair.
0: Five stars. Yeah. All right. So, Deceptivus, I'm gonna give a four point four. Delicious. What does that look like maybe not nutritious? That's not even ha- half a star. If this was Netflix. They'd be really disappointed in you you could fine four point five.
1: Oh, get the round up. Well, good for them with the portugal thing that's cool i guess um i don't know i'm really torn between it uh, i think whenever i started diluting a little bit i had a little bit of water in it, it it uh started tasting a little bit better i would i'd probably give
0: it like a three what did you give wild turkey
1: i don't think we did a rating scale for wild turkey but i would have gave wild turkey a 3.5
0: keep in mind it was wild turkey 101
1: yeah it was it wasn't bad i thought it was good um <sighs> It came down pretty easy uh, for the Deceptivist. I don't know. Um, it's it's not the best I've ever had, but it is, is. it does the job.
0: This is good dialogue, Steve. I, w- I would have guessed that you would have liked Deceptivus better than Wild Turkey 101. No. Which I would rate at like a 2.5. Well, this is
1: probably... Five. I would say that this is probably more expensive than mm, Wild Turkey. Probably. Well, the Wild Turkey that we had was in a smaller bottle, but yeah. still. At least the... Um, presentation would i would argue that it's more expensive we'll have a picture of the deceptivist on our website and that is myshotoflife.com all one word um it'll be next to our episode our episode description uh, along with the picture of papa john that yes. i promised to put up there the drunk ugly picture oh it is I I'm, maybe, i might even put the link to reddit so you can look at all
0: the photoshop battles they did It's great. It's so great. That sounds wonderful. So again, guys and girls, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and giving it a listen. If you feel so inclined, please rate and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps drive popularity. Don't forget to give us a follow on social media. We are at my shot of life on Twitter and Instagram and check out our YouTube channel where in addition to iTunes and Stitcher, we will be posting our episodes each week. Feel free to reach out to us through our various outlets with comments and suggestions on future episodes, topics, as well as different drinks to try and to rate. Visit us at MyShotOfLife.com.
1: We're signing off. I'm Steve. And I am Victor. And always remember, drinks are better with friends. Hmm.